Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Positive Approach to Care welcomes you to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, brought to you by Nurse Partners, serving Philadelphia and the surrounding areas, because there's no place like home. My name is Greg Phelps, and joining me as usual is Tipa Snow. And Tipa, in my never-ending search for topics, I was reviewing notes from uh, one of your seminars or one of your classes I was in, and I had written down, I'm losing my skills, but not my curiosity. Now, why would I have written that down? Was there some trigger there that I should be remembering, and I, and I haven't quite got it in my brain yet? Yeah, so this is for many people living with dementia. Uh, what's happening is my my actual ability to safely and effectively do you know visual task, uh, physical task, verbal interaction task. But it doesn't mean that I'm still not the same curious person I used to be. So 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 you know the um, the um, the um, it's the one that when you when you do it, it it gets it better. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I you, don't. Know, you know, Blue you know, you know, you <laughs> so now like, so I've lost a lot of skill in language, but I'm still really wanting to engage you. And, and I'm really, I'm really curious about what you think about this thing that you have no idea what I'm talking about. And so my skill of engagement and interaction and verbal language ability is greatly deteriorated, but I still want to engage you as a human being and I don't have a sense of safety. And so then I get flustered when you won't play with me and you won't engage with me because I may or may not know how bad my skill set is, but I, but I still want to, I want, you know, the thing that when you use it, 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 it they go straight. Before we give people some ideas on how they can help move this along, what might some of the dangers be if I'm dad who was a handyman or mom who was a cook or, you know, are there dangers or do we just go with it? Oh, no, there are some definite dangers. So um, if I see an onion and I think it should be diced for whatever I'm cooking and I've lost the skill of manipulating a sharp knife carefully, Um, and I've lost a little of the sensory skills or bilateral hand skills, what I could do is slice my fingertips off or in fact, uh, pick up the wrong end of the knife at some point and not realize how sharp it is and then not realize, oh, well, that's a lot of blood. Um, So I can get myself in a number of things, getting up on ladders to clean out gutters. I mean, I'm one thing I like to go up there because I think I'm going to find a lot of stuff in the gutters. And I think if I clean them out, they'll work better. I'm really curious what's up in the gutters. And we see it as people wanting to do things they're not good at doing, but it's actually my curiosity. I mean, part of it is curiosity. Can I do this? Can what's up there? What's going to happen? It includes things like maybe I come up upon a container with clear liquid in it. Now, you and I would probably read what it says on the container and then go, oh, well, that's not anything you should drink. But for me, I might, it says, keep clean, moisturing hand sanitizer, scent theory, vitamin formula in vitamin E. Oh, vitamin E, that's good for you. So I unscrew it and I start to drink it. Now, when you see me drinking hand sanitizer, 
even though it's, boy, this is spicy. Ooh, wow. That'll knock your socks off. Well, I'm probably going to shriek and scream and run across the room and try yeah. and knock it out of your hand. Yeah. So this is that moment where what your reaction is, isn't helpful. What I need you to do is respond to me, not react to me, because what you want to do is recognize, well, I'm still curious and I still have just enough ability to get myself in trouble, but I'm not skillful. And what I wasn't skillful at was reading and understanding and comprehending. I was pretty skillful at unscrewing the bottle and opening it up. And Now, wait a minute. How come I can hear you reading it, but you're not understanding it? Yeah. So I, I got the words vitamin E. Oh, I heard you read them. Keep clean and set theory and moisturizing hand sanitizer. But I, and it kills germs, but I don't get well, it's describing hand sanitizer. You don't drink hand sanitizer, which is a prefrontal cortex thing of logic and reason. So I read all the details and I didn't get what they meant. So if you're Except working, for vitamin E, I got that part. You're supposed to take vitamin E, I think. If you're working with a person, living with a person, living in this stage of their journey, what are some of the skills that we really need to, to work on? Because yelling at you, Tifa, stop that, apparently isn't going to work for me. Well, it might actually cause me to do something even more risky or more dangerous. Like if I'm up on the ladder and you get, get down off that ladder and it startles me, I can actually fall off the ladder rather than just, you know, scare you. Now I'm hurt. Or if I'm drinking hand sanitizer and you're trying to take it away, I may choke or I may actually try to glug the whole bunch of it before you can get it away from me. So a reaction is incredibly risky. You've got to become curious. And so one of the ways to be curious is instead of trying to have an argument is to ask a question. So if I say, oh, this is really spicy, you might say back to me, oh, it's spicy. Well, ugh. and you might give it a sound like, oh, well, tell you what, let's get something not so spicy. So go with whatever I notice because I did notice something. And when I said, and you use it, and it makes them straight. What could you do there, Greg? Because we call it a reflection. What could you say back to me when I say you use it and you, it makes them straight? I, I could try, well, tell me about it because I, I still have not got where you're going. I ah, need a little more detail. A little more, and you can even start with, so when you use it, it makes them go straight. So you use it and you make it, tell me more about it. And I say, yeah, it's got the things, the things that, and what do you notice? Um, what might you notice about my body when I'm doing that? What might be something that I start doing with my hands and my eyes? Trying to illustrate. Trying to show you what yeah. it is I'm talking about. Cause I'm trying to find a way for you to get my message. Cause I want you to get it. And so I'm making my fingers sort of like curl down and, and then I might do that when you use it and, and then they're straight, like, like, like my mind right here, this. And so if we're in person, you might go, oh, her hair, when you use it, it might go straight. And it's like fingers going through the hair. So I finally figure out that it's a comb or a brush or it something. It might be a comb or a brush. So, but what you want to do is go, oh, the thing that when you use it, it goes straight. Now, this is where we, again, want to jump the gun and go, oh, oh, oh you oh, mean oh. a comb. Okay, uh huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? And instead, what you want to do is go, wait a minute. I think I might know what you're talking about. Come on, let's go. 
because I was using a lot of visual cueing to try to help you get it because I was having so much trouble with language. You could actually pick up a brush and go, Tiba, you're talking about like something like this and you do the motion. And it's like, yeah, what is that? And now you get to say, that I believe is a brush. Yes, a hairbrush. That's what I was thinking about. God. So this can be quite wearing on the care partner. Yeah, well, it's not easy for me either. You know, it's not like it's a walk in the park because it's like it's surprising me. It surprises me this is so spicy. It surprises me it's hard to get up the ladder. It surprises me you get upset with me. Um, is there frustration as well because you yeah. know sometimes that you should know some of these things? Yeah, I mean, often I'm, I'm not stupid. I know that I should know what this thing is called. I know that I know it but I sure can't make that word come up. And I, I know exactly how you use it. And boy, do I feel stupid. And I'm not, I know I'm not, but boy, this is hard. Do I just give up or do I stay curious? And it's like, well, it depends on whether or not you'll stay curious too. You know, whether or not we're willing to work through this and realize sometimes we may never figure out what the thing is I'm talking about, but maybe it was you know, like, I am sorry, this is hard. And we move on to something else that, you know, actually feels like it has a little greater value. Would you on occasion have to go into distraction because it, you you know it's just not going anywhere and it could end up in frustration? Yeah, yeah so I might, it might be, ugh. And that's where what I say is, oh, you know what? I think I, think I have some, some of your favorite thing to drink. Come on. And what I wanna do is move you away from this situation and even if you carry it with you, at least you're coming with me. And if you're coming with me, then I can present you with coffee or tea or whatever your favorite thing is. And more than likely, you'll set the other thing down to have your favorite thing because it's called a substitution. And that's sort of a little bit different than um, what people like to do with distraction because it's not actually because I wanted to drink or I wanted to do something of value. And maybe what we should do is rather than, you know, get on the ladder, maybe we should go and look from the bedroom window what what's the gutter look like or maybe we need to look at having somebody come <laughs> well i'm you know there's all kinds of possibilities once we give up the idea that we're going to keep me from doing it by locking things up and taking everything away from me because i'll still be curious i'll go try to seek something else it sounds to me like if you worked with somebody, a care partner, um, even in a, a consultation over the phone or by Zoom, you could pick up some skills. Uh, in person is still a difficult task to try and address at the moment. So yeah. can, I, can I learn something? Can I get some advice? Yeah. And so one of the things that we do is we do consults. They're like half hour free consults. So you bring your situation and we try to figure some things out together. Or we have the champion course where you actually start to work on these virtual verbal skills, these physical interaction skills that can make a difference. Uh, we have webinars too that address some specific situations you might be in, where you can watch a short webinar or video and then go, oh, oh, that's something. So we try to address a variety of ways people might be able to problem solve through something with help or with support or with resources, because we know it happens a lot. And we also know it happens a lot for people living with dementia too. <laughs> Tipa, that's on the uh, website, uh, www.tipasnow.com. It is, in fact, there. Yes. All right, Tipa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg.
You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, a presentation of positive approach to care brought to you by Nurse Partners, because there's no place like home. Check out their website at nursepartners.org.